This Go. is Christmas music. <laughs> Hey, Rockers. Does that tell you what time of year it is? Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas and joyous specs, y'all. It's Extra Credit, the Rock You podcast. I'm your co-host, Seth Hinckley, sitting here with the Rudolph to my Blitzen, <laughs> Matt Black. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to making a little stocking stuffer with you today, Seth, for our fans out there. Short little episode with lots of holiday cheer in it. All We're right. doing our, our, what are we doing? We're doing our top five holiday songs. That's where we're going. Just, just a little bit for your stocking, and then you can wait for the rest of, uh, like a full length episodes coming out in the new year. Awesome. All right, so I got to ask, yeah. what are you wearing today? Seth, we're both wearing our cool dreidel glasses. When you look at light sources, you see spinning dreidels everywhere. They're fun to, aren't they fun? These They're are fun awesome. To yeah. This is amazing. I might have to celebrate Hanukkah now. I just got like for these. six or seven of these, so <laughs> help you keep this one. <laughs> All right, dude. So we're you gonna... were you weren't anything you want to say on your like with my Santa hat, okay, but okay, these yeah, dreidel yeah. glasses are rocking. <laughs> Who's going first? It doesn't matter to me. All right, why don't you go first? All right, and I'll drop in second. So and then what's your criteria for okay. a holiday song? So we're doing well. We were we were specifically focused on the seasonal holidays right. at the end of December. I will say right up front though, all all the best music is Christmas music. So all my five songs are Christmas songs. I am going to start off. With, are you ready? Or do you have criteria you want to share as well? I was kind of going for songs that weren't the typical, oh, I do have usual idea. Christmas song. Yeah. Like, not the greatest hits of Christmas, but something that you might not have heard if you weren't really into Christmas rock and roll. Yeah. And some of it's not even rock and roll. So Right. Well, no, I, you're right. I should, I should have specified. I disqualified anything that was just a rock arrangement of a Christmas carol. Right. Like, yeah. that, you know, the, everyone's cashing in by making money on these... Uh, Silent uh, Night. Yeah, everyone's, this, yeah, everyone's got those, you know. Anyway, there's a, plenty of examples, which I'm sure we'll discuss at some point. But uh, I went with songs that were original rock songs about Christmas. Cool. Or holidays, but in my case, they alternate to be Christmas songs. Awesome. So what's your number five? My number five is Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC. Oh, pull the sound, <laughs> there you pull go. The sound effect out. <laughs> I meant Christmas to say, in Hollis. Ding, ding, ding. I meant to say before we started, I think we're going to have some overlap on we this one. Because there's will. not that many songs to choose from, and some are unmistakably great. This is one of them. I would be surprised if it's our last one, our last duplicate. I right, mean, yeah, words, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many nice things to say about the song, the the joyful it's nature of so it. It's such awesome. a great, great tune. I looked up the songs that it sampled, and I already forgot what they are. Do you have those? Uh, yeah, actually. Okay. Well, hold on a second. And no, make you, sure you, you make do, sure you cover you, that. You do yeah. your stuff, and then I'll come in with mine. I, I, like, I looked it up, but I just forgot and didn't run down. So good. I'm happy to hear. But uh, I will say two things about it. First of all, besides just being a, a great, fun song, it was originally made for a compilation album, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Well, I'll let you cover the details that you remember that I've forgotten. But I will say two things. First of all, if you find it on YouTube, there's a great uh, little mashup of the music from Christmas and Hollis with the video from Merry Christmas. Christmas, Charlie Brown, or whatever the name of that special is. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah. And uh, it's great. So all the Peanuts characters are dancing to Christmas and Hollis, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> combining two of my favorite things. Also, it would be criminal of me not to say at this point that a significant, or a reason for this song's significance is its key inclusion in Die Hard, which is a Christmas movie. It is. It End totally of story. Is. Gavel, bang. This Go. is Christmas music. <laughs>
Yes, yeah, such so a great line. F- fill in all the blanks that I left out there. All right. Yeah. So that was the thing I was going with. Christmas in Hollis is actually my number two. Okay. All right. So in my opinion, it's the best line in Die Hard. Oh, for sure. It's when Argyle, <laughs> who is the chauffeur for Bruce Willis's character, he starts playing the song. And before the words kick in, John McClane from the backseat says, can you play some Christmas music? And he goes, this is Christmas music. <laughs> Oddly enough, Run DMC originally did not want to make a Christmas right. rap because they thought that Christmas Rappin' by Curtis Blow hmm. was the Christmas rap song, and they didn't want to go over ground that had already been covered by another rapper. Bill Adler, oh, I'm trying to remember who, I didn't have it in my one notes. one producers. Producer? Oh, no, he's a journalist. He's the journalist who, who encouraged them to do it, right? Yeah, yeah I think that's so, it. yeah. yeah. Right. He actually convinced them to write the song. Yeah. The beat comes from Backdoor Santa by Clarence That's Carter right. from 1968. Right. Jam Master Jay chopped up the record and came up with that classic beat. Adler says, Run and DMC were in the next room, and they came into the studio as if they'd been drawn by the scent of a big Christmas pie or something. <laughs> they nodded at Jay, and everybody knew that that was going to be the sample. Isn't the horn from the same song? Yeah, the yeah. horn. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the the whole nice. bit is, is from okay. uh, Backdoor Santa. Yeah. It's the only original song on a very special Christmas, which was the 1987 compilation album that benefited Special Olympics. Now, they've done numerous other iterations of A Very Special Christmas, but this was the first one. And the Yule log that gets mentioned in the song is the WPIX Yule log (laughs) that was on New York City TV. Channel 11, baby. Channel 11 (laughs) on Christmas Eve. Great song. The first verse is about seeing Santa just before midnight on Christmas Eve and the wallet that he drops on the lawn. But I'd never steal from Santa because that ain't right. So I'm going home to mail it back to him that night. But when I got home, I bugged because under the tree was a letter from Santa and all the dough was for me. (laughs) And then DMC's verse is how about his family celebrated the holiday. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Mama's cooking chicken and collard greens. Rice and stuffing macaroni and cheese. And Santa puts gifts under Christmas trees. This is just Great such tune. a classic song. Great tune. That's just amazing. I love it so much. Me too. <laughs> Wasn't Rick Rubin the producer? Was that another thing? He might have been I a co-producer on yeah. that one. Yeah. 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 What's your number five? My number five is I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas by Lake Street Dive. Wow. Isn't it Lake Street Drive? Is it Lake Street Dive or Drive? It's Lake Street oh, Dive. All these years I've been calling them the wrong name. Yeah, yeah, I always thought it was Lake yeah. Street Drive, too, yeah. until I looked this song up. I'm like, nope, it's Lake Street <laughs> Dive. The syncopated groove on this, I'll have to call it a semi-classic Christmas song, is what takes it over the top. The drum break with the numerous different percussion instruments is guaranteed to get you dancing, and the horns are amazing. The original song was performed by a 10-year-old girl, Gayla Peavy, back in 1953. Her original has been covered by, get this, The Three Stooges, Captain Kangaroo, and Mr. Green Jeans, and lately by country artists Gretchen Wilson and Casey Musgraves. But none of these covers hold a candle to the one by Lake Street Dive. The way that Rachel Price keeps her cadence of the vocals with the syncopated rhythm makes this version, I think it's the best one. 
And what else would you expect from a band that got together at the New England Conservatory of Music? <laughs> I'm going to get this line wrong. Because of the syncopation of the rhythm, she goes along with the beat, and it's, I only like hippopotamuses, and hippopotamuses like me too. Uh, just, I love this song. It's one of my daughter's favorite Christmas songs, so it had to be in my top five. I don't know it. I can't uh, wait to hear it's, it. It's a great song. Yeah. It's a great song. You'll like it. So what's your number four? My number four is a song that's probably much better known by our listeners from Great Britain than from the United States or North America. And it's Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues. And it is- I don't know that one. Definitely uh, not your typical Christmas song. Okay. The first line is, it was oh, Christmas it was in the drunk tank. <laughs> to very, very Shane McGowan right there. Yeah. Um, it's a really beautiful song with an uplifting chorus and some very off-color language that is very in character with the couple that's basically squabbling on Christmas Eve and you know complaining to each other but then realizing how happy they are just to be together. It's got a lot of color and a lot of backstory. First of all, apparently, uh, Lee's legend has it, that the song originated when the Pogues producer, who at the time was Elvis Costello, huh? bet, bet them they couldn't write a Christmas hit. <laughs> and it took several years for this song to see the light of day. It was a long time in developing, a lot of changes to the personnel that it's a duet between um, a man and a woman and they had a female singer who just wasn't working out and later they had Christy McCall who was the wife of I'm going to look that up for a future take too because I Mr. read it Mr. McCall? But I forgot. Well I obviously know. yeah but I can't remember who it was um, C.W. McCall? Yeah yeah uh, <laughs> Not him He's okay. a fictional character and she nailed the vocal and that was what put the song over the top It also experienced a lot of problems with censorship because as I said there's some very colorful language in it and the different branches of the BBC censor it differently and there's always a debate and one journalist referred to it as recently as 2019 as uh, one of our least palatable Christmas traditions in the UK arguing over which of the lyrics in Fairy Tale of New York are acceptable. <laughs> the setting was not originally New York, but Shane McGowan saw a novel called Fairy Tale of New York lying around in someone's office and changed the setting to New York, which is a place he was fascinated by when they actually went to visit there. It's a great song. Another little piece of colorful trivia is there's a line, the boys in the NYPD choir were singing Galway Bay. They actually had the NYPD, they don't have a choir, but they have a brass band. Okay. And they actually had them come in for the video, but they didn't know Galway Bay, so they're singing the Mickey Mouse Club in the video. But <laughs> legend also has it that they, they were drinking on the bus, and by the time they got to the video shoot, they refused to play unless they were provided with some more alcohol. Some more alcohol. <laughs> Which apparently they were provided with because the video got made. Uh, it's just a great song, and you have to, again, you have to look past the colorful language, which is very much in character with the characters, but very much out of step with the times now, and realize that you're hearing, as Shane McGowan said, from real people in their authentic voice. It is, I think, a song about the universality of Christmas. No matter where your circumstances are, no matter who you are, that holiday can have some some meaning for you. So, Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues with Christy McCall. So, because we're wearing the dreidel glasses, (laughs) I got to go with a Hanukkah song. I wonder which one it's going to be. Number four for me is Miracle by Modest Yahoo. Oh, that's a great song, song, and I can't believe I didn't think of it. Man, I love that song. It's such a great song. If you guys don't know who Modest Yahoo is, amazing. He's an amazing guy, Orthodox Jew, who uh, at some point he cut he cut his hair, which was there's some controversy about how just how Orthodox he is, and does he use that as to to sort of brand himself as somebody different that he's maybe not quite as observant as he claims to be. I've read that before, right? But yeah, he has cut his hair. 
And I seriously, I can't believe how long it's taken either one of us to mention Modest Yahoo on this podcast. It's been Surprising over a year. oversight, yeah. He's kind of a reggae rapper that shares his positive messages in his music. Now, the song, this song is in the same class as Lord Raise Me Up and One Day. Miracle's a Hanukkah song, which you might not know at first blush. But if you focus on the lyrics, you're going to hear said eight nights and eight lights in these fights. Keep me right and bless me to the highest heights with your miracles. If you know Hanukkah, you know, it's a festival of eight nights and eight lights. And that's what he's referring to. Such a great song. Great tune. If you're looking for positivity in your music, listen to this guy. Mm. He's just got so many great songs. His live stuff is amazing. Yeah. There's an album he put out live at, live at Stubbs in Austin, Texas. Oh, and uh, Austin. Yeah, yeah. He's a great rapper, a great musician, and a really positive force in music. I had tickets to see him many years ago. And uh, I broke my shoulder skiing, and I couldn't go to the show. Oh. Such a bummer. Still love to see him live. Yeah. Ready for my number three? Hit me. No rationale for this one other than I love it. It's another joyful song, and it's Christmas is the Time to Say I Love You by Billy Squire. Oh. Your bells aren't ringing there? Okay. No, bell's no, no, no. not ringing. Okay, okay. That was yeah. that was number six uh. on my list. <laughs> I love that song. It's, it's a great song. It's just such a great song. There's nothing else to say about it. It's a great song. The only thing I'll mention is that there's a video, a really great video made for it, and those of you of a certain age, like Seth and I are, will remember MTV back when MTV actually played music videos, which I yeah. Was a, I know is a cliche, but they had pretty much the entire MTV crew and all the VJs, including right. my teen crush, Martha Quinn. Martha, if you're out there, hit me up. <laughs> uh, and uh, But also some people from local radio stations and stuff, and they're all in the studio just singing and laughing along while he's yeah. singing it. I don't think he's actually singing it live. He may be, but I don't see a microphone in the video, so I doubt it. It's just a great song. There's a lot of great Christmas songs out there, a lot of great holiday songs out there, but this, in my opinion, is one of the top five. And it's an original. I oh, mean, yeah. it's it's not... Oh, yeah, a, yeah. It's not a cover of All, anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And it's a great. It's not song. a Christmas carol. It's a it's a song by. It's a rock song about by Christmas by Billy, Billy Squire. Squire. Exactly. Yeah. So my number three is Father Christmas by the Kinks. Now, if you're not familiar with this song, it's a typical Kinks rock and track about how hard Christmas can be for kids and parents who are poor. And it's from the point of view of a guy who plays a Santa Claus in front of a department store, and he's getting robbed by. a group of kids who don't have anything. Dave Davies, the guitarist of the Kinks, said about the song, I love the humor of it and the aggression and the bitterness. I could see the faces of my parents when Christmas came around. They had to struggle to make ends meet. We kind of got what we needed, but there was always something fake about the holiday. Now, the Davies brothers rocked this one out in typical Kink style. And Ray Davies would dress up as Father Christmas when the band played the song live, which I think is great. But the line, I guess it's in the bridge when they slow down, and it's just a really stark vocal, and it's Ray Davies singing, Have yourself a Merry, Merry Christmas. Have yourself a good time. But remember the kids who got nothing while you're drinking down your wine. I think it's the outro when he sings that. He may sing it well, in the bridge. Well, it's yeah. it's it's right there at the end, and then they yeah. roll back they into back the course, they yeah. they go they go back to the right, jingle exactly. bells, yeah, yeah. and then which I think is great that they add the jingle bells yeah. in the song. But they go back to the jingle bells, and then they roll back into Father Christmas. Yeah. Give us some money. Yeah, such a great tune. 
All right. What's your number two? My number two comes from The Killers. Okay. And The Killers had a tradition for about 10 years of releasing a new single for Christmas every year, usually a collaboration. I think they are actually all collaborations. This one is with Tony Halliday. And it's called A Great Big Sled. And it's just okay. a great tune about how exciting it is to get presents when you, you know, but it's a little more than that. It's about the residue of that experience when you're an adult, too. Um, I won't say more about that. Just listen to the song. What the killers do, as well as anybody, is they put out a chorus that you just can't help singing along to. And right. this is as good as any of them. So check out A Great Big Sled by the killers and Tony Halliday. And oh, by the way, I should say when they stopped this tradition, I think they put out an album with all of these these holiday singles. Uh, oh, wow. It's called Don't Waste Your Wishes. came out in 2016. Cool. So that's after about 10 years of this. Since you already I picked your my number, number two, two yeah. I'm going to have to go to my number one and it. you can bookend it. So my number one, it's not a rock song, but I don't care. It's <laughs> Merry Christmas from the Family by Robert Earl Keane. All right. My favorite version of this is the live tree. version on number two live dinner. It's a song about a Texas family Christmas warts and all. He's got a description of numerous relatives, even the one who chain smokes and talks all about AA. There's two shopping lists that get listed out in this song. It's a perfect Texas Christmas card wrapped up in a song. And to me, there's nothing better. Robert O'Keefe grew up in Houston, Texas, where I'm from. And he said that every Christmas song I had ever heard didn't have a lot to do with growing up in Houston, where at Christmas, it was most likely 85 degrees and 95%. He's totally right. He calls this song his Rocky Horror Picture Show of Christmas songs because everybody sings along. If you know the song, you know what I'm talking about. And because of how often it was requested, he had to institute what he calls the Lennon Rule, L-I-N-E-N Rule. He says, well, it's a real popular song with us. I have nine records out, and this song just sort of cropped up and became a real favorite, and we get requests for it all year round. So I had to create this rule. I call it the linen rule, where we don't play the song as long as you can wear linen. <laughs> so it saves it and makes it fresh for the holiday season. So we start playing it around Labor Day, and we play it on through the holidays. It's the big number, particularly in December, that we close with. So I'll read one of the versions of the chorus, and there are two of them. Carve the turkey, turn the ball game on. Mix margaritas when the eggnog's gone. Send somebody to the quick pack store. We need some ice and an extension cord. A can of bean dip and some diet rights. A box of Pampers, some Marlboro lights. Hallelujah, everybody say cheese. Merry Christmas from the family. Nice. <laughs> I love that song. That's it's great. so great. All right, man. What's top my number of your one. list? My number one is a What's song your best gift under the tree, probably, Matt? Probably the least well-known of these songs, but it's a song I love. It's by Eels. Eels <sighs> is Mark er Oliver Everett's project, which he calls Eels, but it's really just him and whoever he decides to, to go with. I you know, know the song? One. I think I know it. Everything's Gonna Be Cool This Christmas. Yeah, it's yeah. a great it's song. It's a great, great, great tune. It's very simple. It's three chords and then one throwaway chord right after the chorus. It's about, you know, someone at the holiday time dealing with what they're dealing with, dealing with their family, and just thought, yeah. you know what? That's all gonna be okay. There's an acoustic version of this or a chilled out oh, wow. version of this, which is much better than the very hard driving. I need grungy. to go find the acoustic version. I know it's the very electric hard version. to find. It's not on Spotify. It's not on Apple Music. You can't find that on YouTube, and I will put a link to the acoustic version in the show notes so people awesome. can hear that one. I'm not really sure where I got it. 
I have it in my iPhone, but I have no idea where I found it. But yeah, you okay. can't. You, as far as I know, you can't track it down. I don't know that the acoustic version ever. I don't know where when it was recorded. It's not on any of his albums. Okay. So, but I just love the song. That's it. I mean, you should go listen to this whole playlist. This is not well nine because we had one duplication. I'm yeah. Surprised we didn't have more. Nine Me too. great songs for the holidays that you can enjoy. I think even though this is a stocking stuffer, we should could still do some honorable mentions. No, you want to do some? Yeah, because I've right. got some. I got some too. I mean, that's a yeah. stocking. Stuffer, and then yeah. you know, there's the stuff that mom would leave at, at least my mom yeah, leftovers, would leave. yeah, leftovers, <laughs> leftovers, all the wrapping on the floor, yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Of course, and my mom would leave like extra candy out, so that's all right, just, you know, the stuff that falls out when the you stuff open that the... didn't make it into the stocking because yeah. it was already stuffed. Do you want to go first? You go first, sure. A great, great pop rock Christmas song is Christmas Wrapping by the Waitresses, of course. I love it, and everybody loves it, and it's great, but to me, it's less about the holidays and it just didn't crack my top five. That's all. Yeah. Uh, it's it's great more song. about the, the relationship yeah. that she has with yeah. that guy. Yeah. Um, another song, a song which is widely, widely despised only because of its ubiquity and it doesn't deserve to be. It's a great song. Is All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. It is a fantastic <laughs> song. The entire intro is tonally ambiguous. It's really hard to figure out the key until the real song starts. Yeah. It's just a brilliant piece of songwriting, and it's a great song. Um, and that's why it gets played so much. Yeah. You know, the rock purists out there might say, oh, Mariah Carey, but no, it's a great tune. I want to mention Santa Claus is Coming to Town by the famous live version by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Which, which I think is the best one ever. It is, definitely. But you should check out the, the version by Los Lonely Boys. Which okay. who you must know because they're yeah. a Texas band. Los Lonely Boys has a great version of this song as well, but I disqualified it just because. Well, it didn't make my top five anyway, but also it's a cover of a more traditional song. I like Christmas in L.A. by Wolfpack just because it's Wolfpack, and uh, <laughs> I like Two Thousand Miles by The Pretenders, which is about being far away from home on Christmas. Yep, which is a nice song. I think you you mentioned Father Christmas, which, as far as I'm concerned, is the godfather of this sub vein of songs which are a little bit dark about Christmas. But, right. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I Won't Be Home for Christmas by Blink-182. I Want an Alien for Christmas by Fountains of Wayne. Mistress for Christmas by ACDC. Uh, You'll Shoot Your Eye Out, spelled Y-U-L-E. You'll <laughs> Shoot Your Eye Out by Fall Out Boy. And uh, there's a lot of night, you know, there's a lot of those sort of funny, dark, you know, hard edge yeah. Christmas songs. And they're they're good, but they didn't make my top five. Let's stop there. That's that's good enough for our purposes. Okay. Yeah. What do you got? I've got a few that are a couple that are kind of funny that I really like. There's the 12 Days of Christmas by Bob and Doug McKenzie, mm. which they make that's it, great. That's they fantastic. make it very Canadian it's really about funny. their Christmas. There's a song by a Houston band called Strapped that you're never going to find unless you pull it up on YouTube. It's called Santa's in the Slammer. <laughs> that is just riotously funny. I have on my list, going away from the funny songs, I have Christmas is the Time to Say I Love You by Billy Squire. Run, Rudolph, Run, both the Chuck Berry and the Brian Adams versions. I really like I Saw Three Ships by Sting, which it's I don't nice. know why that's a Christmas song, I but no it idea. is. Christmas Song by Dave Matthews Band, which is a good one. Christmas Wrapping by the Waitresses is on my list. And obviously, Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. Mm, good stuff. Happy holidays, people. I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday season. And I hope you enjoyed our list of holiday songs, which is going to be on a Spotify playlist. That will right. be in the show notes. In the show notes. Cue it up. Curl up by the fire with some hot chocolate and a peppermint stick and uh, enjoy. And we'll see you next year. 
If you want to listen to the songs that we mentioned on this podcast in their entirety, there is a Spotify playlist that you can find in the show notes that has them all. So was there something on this podcast that you wanted to talk to us about? Did we get something wrong? Do you not agree with some of the stuff that we said? Then you need to email us at podcast at rock-u.fr. Are you ready to rock 2023? Rock U's winter session starts on January 3rd. Our concert is on Sunday, March 19th at La Boule Noire. Come and join a band, take some lessons, make the most of the new year. We'll see you in the studio. This episode of Extra Credit, the Rock U podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Big Pebble Records. Big Pebble Records is your one-stop shop for music production in Paris. Everything from the creative side to the technical side to the business side. You can check out what they do at www.bigpebblerecords.com. And, of course, you'll hear a lot of Rock U artists on that label. Extra Credit, the Rock U podcast, is a production of Rock U. Expertly engineered and recorded by my good friend Seth Hinkley. And our theme music is written and produced by Tom Walters. Rock U is a nonprofit association, Loi 1901, and we'll see you next time.